Yesterday's concert is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Grab your earplugs for another episode of Yesterday's Concert. In this special issue, we're asking your favorite artist who their favorite artist is. We go in depth about the first time they heard them, have they seen them live, or what's so special about them that they love them so much. This is John O'Halloran a.k.a. Chalk Dinosaur, and my favorite artist is a tie between My Morning Jacket and Ween. Well, I heard it when I was real young because my, my older brother had downloaded some on LimeWire or something, and uh, there was just like a couple random songs, Fancy Pants Song, Chocolate Town. Those were just on our family computer forever. But I really started to dig in in college, when I'd walk to class, I would listen to White Pepper, Quebec, and then kind of just worked my way around from there. But really, like those those two albums are what really drew me in. And the thing that I really liked that I had not heard a band do before was the way they changed their sound from song to song so drastically and just do a really good job with whatever kind of style they embody. My Morning Jacket. I don't remember the first time I heard them on like a recording. It was probably at my friend's house. But the first time I saw them was at Bonnaroo in 2011. And we had waited to get, you could like wait in this line to get up in the front of their, you know, the main stage was just massive. So it was just like the biggest possible stage I could see them. And their album, Circuital, had just come out, which is, one of my favorite albums from them. So that show really was just like blew me away. And they just played like a lot of their really good songs and the performance was so good. We were up close. Um, and also the stage was massive. So like the sound was massive, but I mean, they always sound massive. It, it, they're just really, really good. And that was the first time I'd seen them and it was up close. So that really, uh, really shaped my songwriting and um, kind of my bar, I guess, for like a live show. My name is Nicodemus and I have a lot of favorite artists, but if I could just pinpoint one, I would say Stevie Wonder. Stevie, first of all, can play anything. He's a genius music writer that touches the soul of people in such a beautiful way, his lyrics, his politics. I think he's done so much positive, like a Bob Marley, like so much positive impact on people and the world. I, I would say Bob Marley too, because he's actually touched every part of this entire world. I've traveled a lot in the past 25 years and there's almost no place I've ever been that did not hear of Bob Marley and be affected by his music and his lyrics and, or his band and, you know, the whole Bob Marley experience. But I say Stevie Wonder because, wow, I don't know. It, 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 I guess the music for me is just so much more 
it was so much more dynamic and his energy is so uplifting and so many songs, politics, everything. He's like, and he's still going and he's still a beautiful inspiration for people in the world. Well, my mom always had like the radio on or like, I don't know if it was an eight track or a cassette back then, but she loved Stevie Wonder. And I remember, I remember Stevie Wonder always be playing, but there was a song like, it was like, isn't she lovely? You know, and that song always reminded me of my mom. And later I got to love like, as, you know, song as is probably one of my favorites and just the way he builds that song the lyrics are so deep and then he changes his his whole singing style and he gets really into the church mode he he goes and this if if people can't feel that i mean i don't know so maybe they gotta check their pulse so yeah <laughs> my name's clay sanch and i'm in mapache and my favorite band is Grateful Dead. There was a, someone sent me an internet radio station and it was like psychedelic music because I I got really into like Woodstock and, uh, and then I got really into like sixties psychedelic music. And so there was some, or some internet radio station and, um, the, they played, um, the new potato caboose and, um, yeah, just like really quickly became my favorite song. I I got that documentary like from Blockbuster. And um, I mean, I think it's, you know, super romantic. Um, you know, like a lot of the ideas behind it, you know, kind of like freedom and radical self-expression and, um, you know, peace. And, um, yeah, those, that, you know, those are all things that are super attractive to me and to me at that time. Uh, I was just using iTunes really, cause my parents weren't really in to the dead and I didn't really have any like friends or, um, or like siblings or anything that were big deadheads. So I was just basically using iTunes and I would just start i just started the, at the beginning and i bought the first album and then you know i'd save up a little money and go to vons and get an itunes gift card and then i bought the next one it's, it's kind of a funny way but it's just our generation i guess how we digested music but yeah i just went chronologically through the albums i mean i'm still a still a big fan and it, i think it's such an interesting band because there's so much material to listen to that's so different so yeah I, I definitely began to enjoy all the different versions of all the songs and how they changed and all of that sam blasucci mapache ronnie wood and i think just all around musical musician slash musical presence or personality i've got with ronnie wood is my favorite artist most influential, maybe. I think the first time I ever heard him was probably when you know, on a Stones record when I was very young. So I don't remember when that would have been, you know. But I think the first time I I'm trying to remember, you know what, Pedram Sedation from the Alalas, he gave me the first solo Ronnie Wood record, 
and let me borrow it. And that was the first time I think I had listened to his solo records and then like got really into him as a, an artist individually. So I don't remember when that was, but I think I'd probably have to credit Pedram as the one who turned me on to that. I mean, Stones are a pretty good band. They might be, they might be up there. Um, but I'm a huge Faces fan as well. And I, I love his very first band too, which is called The Birds, but with spelled with an I. Not like the other birds, obviously. I don't know. It's hard to pick. I, his solo stuff is really good. I'm also a big Bobby Womack fan, and he produced the first three solo Ronnie Wood records. And all the musicians that play on those are really great. George Harrison's on them, and Heath and Rod Stewart and Mick Jagger are on them, and my favorite bass player, Willie Weeks, is on them, and one of my favorite drummers, Andy Newmark, is, I think, on both of the first two. So... They're just, I just really love every aspect of the, those records, like who's on them and how they're produced and the songs are so good. I don't even know that I would want to pinpoint it, honestly. I, I think I just, something about it just sort of resonates, you know? That's why there are so many musicians, I feel like, is because we're all doing the same kind of thing, you know? Most, most of the things musically have been put out there you know it's just that everyone carries these different energies and new vibes that different people can resonate with kind of randomly and so that's why we always need more musicians you know and i think he's just one of those that couldn't tell you why but i think it just you know it resonates with me hi i'm ray zaragoza and my favorite artist right now is ace and abby Ace and Abby is literally one of the most original artists I've ever heard in my life. He's an incredible storyteller. He's an incredible vocalist and songwriter and presence. And he's truly original. And when I first heard him play, I felt like, wow, I've never heard anything like this before. And yeah, he's he's going places. <laughs> I think I find it so originally unique because it is genre bending. I think that there is an aspect of it that is kind of folksy, but it's also very pop. But there's also something about it that's like kind of hosier, like, I don't know, like rock. And but it, 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 I can't even put it in a genre. So that's why I know it's so good because I can't label it. I can't like really touch on what it is. <laughs> and just the vocal performance that he does is so emotional. And so it just, I can't listen to one of his songs without really feeling it in my soul, like feeling it in my gut and like wanting to cry. And I don't even even need to know the lyrics. And I think for me as someone who always is someone who's dissecting lyrics, and I love dissecting his lyrics, they're amazing lyrics, but I could listen to him sing and not even know what the lyrics were because the melodies are so emotionally provoking. So yeah, he's ugh, so good. He's also an indigenous artist. He's Canadian indigenous and they he made a playlist it was yeah Canadian, Spotify in Canada made a playlist with him for indigenous artists and he added me and I hadn't heard of him and then I checked him out on Spotify and first listened to his song I think it was called Ego Death and I listened to the song and I was just like what is going on well I think Ego Death is probably my favorite but also his new song Somebody Else is so good and Nomad's war cry there's so many good ones so many good ones i have seen him live i saw him live at his first show in los angeles at the hotel cafe 
And it was so good. <laughs> oh, well, you know, he's an amazing storyteller. And he was telling a story about a near death experience he had and about how he was, you know, I don't know, he was working up in northern Canada and he was almost like, I don't know, there was he missed the sh I don't know, he missed the car back to go and he almost fell into the water. And it was just a whole near death experience. And I was just like jaw dropped and then he sang a song about that experience and I could feel the experience with him in the song and it was just outrageous and it was yeah very very emotional hi my name is Olin and my favorite artist is Bonnie Bear I, I've, I've been going on walks and a lot of people have uploaded full live versions of his concerts it's impossible for me not to feel something when I listen to a, a, a song and specifically in these live performances, there is something so magical about the arrangement and the way he sings and what he's singing. I don't even necessarily understand some of the times what he's saying, but be, there's something to the way that he says it that I, I like, I believe it. I, I believe it a hundred percent. I'm pretty sure the first song I heard by him was skinny love, which, you know, who that's obviously one of his biggest songs i don't remember the very first time i'm pretty sure it was just like a youtube video at like in you know a f eight years ago or something but i don't remember specifically when the first time i heard him was i think that i was like a casual listener for a while and then i only re really recently started digging into his discography and like appreciating it i think especially too as i've like tried to learn more about production and other things too. So I, I'd say that it was it was the gate it was like the gateway into me being a full-fledged fan. Uh hey, I'm Jerry from Wax Owls. My favorite artist is Boney Bear. Uh I think that every album is something new and something exciting. Uh I'm I'm a sucker for harmonies, which Pony Bear brings in droves and they're gorgeous. I'm also a sucker for lush soundscapes, which they do in droves. But I think my favorite thing about them is the combination of uh, kind of folk songwriting with very forward thinking elements added to it, like modern production, interesting soundscapes or noises that could be brought into a song that might have had its genesis as like, someone playing their acoustic guitar and just singing. I think that combination of like an awareness of like the canon of songwriting history through folk and also like not being too beholden or nostalgic, overly nostalgic for past things and having a progressive approach to presenting the songs, I think is just such a cool, cool marriage. So that's why I like Bon Iver. Twice, um, once in Chicago and once in L.A. at the Forum. Uh, both were good, but L.A. at the Forum was one of like the standout live shows I've ever seen. Normally, I, it's just, the Chicago show is outdoors, and I love outdoor shows. I don't think their music actually fully translates for that. And I think having that like a, a, like indoor space where there's a lot of reverberations that were actually going on in the room, as well as like more of an opportunity to have like the lights reflect this sonic space uh just ended up being like more immersive and and like fulsome and and lush and so that's what i loved about it blood bank which is normally kind of there's a song called blood bank which is a the the original version is like an acoustic guitar pretty pretty minimalist version and they did this like 
electrified, heavy, dark ambient version. And it was, it was just so cool. I'd never heard it, but I'd heard the song so many other times, the, the reimagination of it, I thought brought the emotional weight of the lyrics out really well. And that's, I think that's the, the, the highest thing you can do with orchestrating is like have the sounds that are supporting the lyrics and melody convey or amplify the emotion that the lyrics and melody are conveying. No, there, there is no music that you're supposed to like there. There does not exist a song you you're supposed to like. I, 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 that's a hill I'll die on. Like some, when people get offended, if someone's like, yeah, I don't like the, I do like the Beatles. But if someone were like, I don't like the Beatles, someone's like, how can you not like this? Like, I don't know. It's music and it's up to me. You don't have to like anything. And I, I, I'm all in favor of that. Hi, I'm Chris from Wax Owls. And my favorite artist is Thrice. They are one of the few bands that I've been able to stick with through most of their discography and Every record is something new. They're constantly reinventing their sound. I love their harmonies. I like how they mix uh, organic and electronic components to their music and that they're pushing themselves and their creative process uh, pretty much constantly. You know, they started out as, as like a punk emo band and, and the band that releases Artist in the Ambulance and then releases the Alchemy Index that's not the same band. And I think that's a really cool and, and I have a sustained fan base and a fan base that follows them through all those different twists and turns. I think it's a pretty, pretty special thing. First time I heard them was actually at a concert. I didn't know who they were and they were playing a festival tour that they were doing in, I want to say 2004 or five. Deftones were on it. Atreyu was on it as I lay dying. And I was actually going to the show to see a band called Dredge. But apparently they were only playing the West Coast dates of this of this traveling festival, right? It was it was like bamboozle, but it was they had a bunch of West Coast dates and then a bunch of East Coast dates, and Dredge was only doing the West Coast dates, and I didn't know that. So them and Thrice basically just flipped. They were doing West Coast, Thrice was doing the East Coast. Thrice came on and I was just transfixed for their whole set. They were they were easily the best band of the night. They they blew the Deftones out of the water. They blew Atreyu out. You know, you you name a band that was on that on that bill, and they were far and away the best band. Um, it was when the V Hisu record came out. Um, so the record after Artist in the Ambulance. So I actually was kind of late ish to to the party, um, and I listened to that record, and that and that record did not leave my car. You know, I was back when we had CDs in the car, and that CD didn't leave the car until basically I wore it through. Um, and then I went back, I listened to their whole discography. And when, when I go to concerts, I'm kind of, I don't lose myself in it as much as maybe like a fan does. And, and I don't mean this in any sort of disparaging or arrogant way, but like I go to a show and I'm watching the performance, I'm listening to it, I'm, I'm doing it as a musician. Thrice is, is one of the few bands, if not one of the only bands where I'm a fan. I'm in there, I'm, I'm singing the lyrics, I'm not paying attention to what every little intricate guitar thing is happening at this moment or like you know like i saw brand new and i'm like oh they're playing that song a lot faster or oh the drummer dropped his stick and you know or this that and the other thing i, I whatever it is about them and their music it just connects with me in a way where i can allow myself to be a fan and i think that's really cool at least five probably probably closer to seven or eight but they were the last show i saw before the pandemic hit they were doing vihisu from start to finish it was like the 15th anniversary of that record and that was i saw that concert and then the pandemic happened like two weeks later or something. 
that was that was easily because that's my favorite record. So getting to hear that album from start to finish and then playing songs that they don't normally play live was was probably yeah. And it was a smaller venue. It was pretty intimate. I think it was only like a 700 cap room. So and I was right up at the front. Yeah. So that's probably probably the best one, the best show that I've seen of theirs. I'm Lance Ingram, and this is Yesterday's Concert. Thanks for listening to another episode of my show. For more live music podcasting, check out our other show, Jam Journals. If you're feeling kind, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And check us out on all the social media platforms. Email us at info at yesterdaysconcert.com or visit our website, yesterdaysconcert.com. So until next time, give us a subscribe, tell your friends, and most importantly, take care of your shoes.